All right, welcome back to the True Blue Sports Show. I'm your host, Jaden Gensweiter. Joining me as always, my co-host. Xander Wiley. Once again, Xander is joining me via phone call as we are both safely practicing social distancing during these weird, weird times we live in. Now, um, as we, if you listen to last week's episode, as we know, as you know, we are doing um, a list every week. This week's list is the NFL top fifteen quarterbacks. Um, nothing much really happened in sports this week. I mean, um, off the top of my head, Marcus Smart was cleared from coronavirus. So, so is Kevin Good Durant. Hand. All the Nets people. Yep, and and then just a few lower-level free agency signings, I think. Nothing really stood out to me when I checked the NFL free agency signings. I didn't uh, think we really The that. Buccaneers signed a – what's his name? A GOAT. Wasn't he a top-two pick? Oh, I don't know. Draft at one point in his career. I don't know. But um, so that, that's about all we have. This week's list starts our – NFL offense series that will run through April. Um, the first of which will be the top 15 quarterbacks right now. Um, so I think we go ahead and kick it off with that. So Xander, if you will tell me who is number 15 on your list. I have Kyler Murray as my 15th quarterback. Now, I know this might be a strange selection, but I thought Kyler Murray had a pretty great season for a rookie. He had 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And keep this in mind that he was doing this with a terrible old line. Like, mm-hmm. probably gave, sacked him way more than he should have. And he was throwing the ball a lot. And honestly, 12 interceptions for how much he was throwing the ball is really good, in my opinion. So, I thought he deserved the 15th spot. So. All right, my 15 is uh, Matt Ryan. Didn't have the most spectacular of seasons this year. Um, still, uh, he threw for 66%, uh, 4,466 4, yards. Uh, he had about 7.3 yards per attempt, 26 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. So that's about a 13 to 7 TD to INT ratio. Um, I mean, he, he made my list. Kyler Murray didn't make my list. I just. Yeah, he had a good rookie season. I just don't think he makes top 15 yet. But uh, Matt Ryan, although, I, I mean, he's definitively to me one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the league. He made my last spot. And then 14, I'll go ahead and uh, share mine. Here's This is where I put Ben Roethlisberger. Now, this is the top 15 quarterbacks right now, right? So we're not really – we're trying not to really take in their career stats, you know. Um, so Roethlisberger, yes, he, he played two games last year. So I put in his 2018 stats and the reason he still makes my top 15 is because just two years ago in 2018, he led the entire NFL in passing yards with 5,129 yards. He also threw for 67%, had about 7.6 yards per attempt, 34 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. So he had a pretty good season two years ago. And I don't think he would he has he would drop off that much in two years to drop him out of the top fifteen right now. So I have Ben Roethlisberger, who is your fourteen. All right, 
as surprising. I have Philip Rivers and kept for the same reason. He had a pretty bad uh, year, but last year he did really good. And mm-hmm. Take it into account. No way he falls off that bad. And he's going over to the Colts, and I think he's going to do good things for the Colts. So put him at my number 14 spot. All right, and who is your 13? My 13 is Matt Ryan. You already talked about him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I basically already summed it up. Uh, my 13 yeah. is uh, Bills Mafia quarterback Josh Allen. Um, really had a breakout season last year. Um, threw about 59%. Uh, over three, He had 3,089 yards. Only 6.7 yards per attempt, which is on the lower end of the quarterbacks on my list. 20 touchdowns and 9 interceptions. Um, I just... I feel like he's definitely, after the season he had, deserving of making a top 15. But like I said, that was his breakout season. So I yeah. he just doesn't quite stack to – this is one spot where kind of career kind of came in because, like, I'm not going to put him over some of these guys just based on that one good season when some of these guys have been consistently good the last two, three, four years. So – he cracks my top 15 now, which last year he probably wouldn't have cracked my top 25. Like yeah. if we did this before last season, he wasn't really on my radar at all. So uh, I think it's still great that he hopped up so far, and I genuinely hope to see him hop up more as we go. Um, and then my 12 is uh, Kirk Cousins. Wow, yeah. same. Okay, yeah. I mean yeah. – Kind of, what was your process in putting Kirk here? I thought he did a solid job for Minnesota all the years. Mm-hmm. Last year and this year, he's been an overall under the spotlight type of quarterback. Mm-hmm. That like, let's say Patrick Mahomes got hurt, I wouldn't mind having a Kirk Cousins coming as a backup. Yeah, um, kind of the thing with Kirk Cousins is most of the time when we see like free agency signings and stuff like that, we either like look at it as good or bad. But, like, when Kirk, he re-signed with the Vikings or extended his contract or whatever, I was like, yeah, that's, like, pretty deserving. Like, I didn't really have an opinion on it. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, of course this happened. Like, that's he deserves it. Um, 69, 69.1% from – or completion percentage, um, 3,603 yards, um, a surprisingly high 8.1 um, yards per attempt. So, which is looks pretty good. Like it, hitting the eights in yards per attempt, that's pretty great. Um, Twenty six touchdowns, only through six interceptions. So yeah, he he earned a spot here. Who do you have at eleven? I have Bill, the Bills Mafia quarterback. You've already talked about him. Uh, breakout year. I think he deserved to be on this list for how he did in the playoffs, even though they did go past their second game, they lost. But I think next year, now that they have Stephon Diggs, who used to be on Minnesota, I think this team might make a deep playoff run. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my 11's Phillip Rivers. You already kind of talked about him. I think he's still got a pretty decent career outlook. I think that he had, like, Phillip Rivers, I'll tell you right now, he was lower on my list when I started. But then I looked at the stats and – Although he did have 20 interceptions, he also threw Arguably, for... Arguably, Kyler Murray had a better season this year than Phyllis. Yes. Which is kind of strange to say. Arguably. But he, I, Kyler Murray didn't make my top 15. He, I 
Kyler Murray was one of my later cuts when I was narrowing it down to 15 players. But although he had 20 interceptions, he also threw 66%, 4,615 yards, which is pretty good. Um, And then 7.8 yards per attempt, which like we just said with Cousins, when you're getting towards that eight range, that's a pretty high yards per attempt number. So that 7.8 really stood out to me. And then um, my number 10 is NFC champion quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Now, Garoppolo, if we would have done this in like week 10 of last year, Garoppolo would be in my top five. But about that time, he kind of starts tailing off and wasn't completely consistent the whole year. He still wound up with great stats. But just comparatively to these other quarterbacks, he didn't really give me the showing I wanted, especially kind of in the playoffs and that it seemed kind of – which, again, yeah, if you look at his stat sheet, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, but that was his first real playoff experience. So I thought it kind of choked under pressure. Yeah, so he still threw 69.1%, 3,978 yards, so he was just 22 yards away from that 4,000 mark. Um, 8.4 yards per attempt, so that was one stat that kind of – like if it wasn't for that stat, he probably would have been like my 13, but that stat kind of boosted him for me. And then he had 27 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. So who'd you have at 10? I have Carson Wentz. Okay. Now he'd be retired, but my man can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So. And it was kind of that reason that that you know the the health issues was kind of the reason. Car and a little bit of uh, Cowboys bias was kind of the reason Carson Wentz didn't quite make my list. But yeah. But, like, when he's healthy, he's good. Mm-hmm, he like, is. I think Carson Wentz healthy is probably a top five quarterback, no doubt. Yep. But he can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead and tell me your nine. My nine is Jimmy. We talked about him. Okay. I don't think he's all that great. He mm-hmm. looked good. I guess he fell off. I think now that Samuel left them, correct, and he went to – the Saints now, correct? Uh, it was. I think it was Emmanuel Sanders. I don't think it was Debo. Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah. Well, they still lost one of the wide receivers. I think the main reason he looked so good was his wide receivers. Yeah, Debo so, Samuel is still a 49er. Yeah, he left. I know he lost a wide receiver. I know. I'm pretty sure it was Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. a New Orleans Saint now. Yep, it was Emmanuel Sanders. Uh-huh. So, yep, I get that. Um, my nine. Oh wait. What do you say? Yeah, we're still in yours. Yeah, my nine is um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, now, now we've gotten to the point where everybody who's rated here, the people who are rated on the lower half of my top ten, it's not necessarily because they weren't great. It's because the people ahead of them were just that much better. We're just a just a little bit better. So this is the part of my list that got really hard to manage and figure out up until like my top three. I already had figured out beforehand, probably even my top four. But so 
Aaron Rodgers, he's up here, but he was legitimately in contention for any of the spots from like five through nine. He just is the one who ended up in nine. Uh, 62% this year, 4,002 yards, seven yards per attempt, which again is kind of on the lower end of the people on this list, but still pretty good. Um, one number that surprised me is it's 26 touchdowns to only four interceptions. So that means for every two interceptions he threw, he threw 13 touchdowns. So it's a pretty good ratio there. So I gave Rodgers my nine. And then my eight um, goes to the now um, newly signed Carolina Panther, Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I based on what I saw this year and when – so what I did was I went through and I took some of these stats, right, and I adjusted them to as if he had played an entire 16-game season. And with the the small sample size we have, he was on pace. He did throw 67.9%. I didn't have to change that. He was on pace for 4,400 yards, 4,429 he threw 7.1 yards per attempt. He was on pace for a 29 touchdown, six interception season. So if you just look at that and look at what he was able to do just in a short amount of time to where if you expanded that, it would be that good of a season. He cracked my top 10 and he is higher on here. So he didn't even make my list. Well, and I've always been kind of more of a believer in Teddy Bridgewater than it seems most people were from the Minnesota days on. Obviously, like them better than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, nothing against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's just that he kind of had a quieter season. They still made the playoffs. I mean, he still, and like I said, like I said, based on, you know, just, it just was. It's just that's, it was just that rough patch in the middle of the list. So, um, who is your eight? Um, 24 touchdown, 8 interception season. Mm-hmm. He didn't really have that much wide receiver help, and that's a really good season for an old quarterback with basically one wide receiver who looks like a manager for Walmart. Now, yeah. he's going over to Tampa, right? And I'm expecting him to be in the top four. Because no way with Chris Godwinning, Mike Evans, and Ronald Jones the second, he is not going to have a top five quarterback year next year. Yeah. Now, talking about that, I think this year I, I ranked him pretty generous. I'm not going to lie. But of what he's done, and everyone knows he's great, and what he's going to have to work with next season, I think he's going to be top five. Mm-hmm. No way he doesn't. So. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll get to him in a minute. Um, who's your seven right now? Uh, your boy, Dak Okay. That's now, fair. Here's the thing with him. I, I'm not a really big Dak fan. He's good. I just don't like him as a person. <laughs> okay. I don't like the whole contract thing that's going on with him. I don't think he's worth that much money, but he believes he is, so I rank him like he deserves it. Well, you touched on 11 interception season, almost 5,000 yards, which is insane. Yeah. Thank you, Amari Cooper, for those stats. Um, he's a good quarterback. I just personally don't see him any higher than the seventh spot. Okay. Uh, my seven's Deshaun Watson. And I'll go ahead and tell you right now, Dak's my sixth, so I was close with you on that one. 
Um, Deshaun had a pretty good season, undeniably. Um, a he had sixty-seven point three percent, three thousand eight hundred fifty-two yards, seven point eight yards per attempt. So that's fairly good stats. Um, Twenty-six touchdowns, twelve interceptions. So I just kind of I had Watson there, but I'll go ahead and go to my six to talk about Dak Prescott a bit more. I'm going to argue with you that he is worth that money, just because if you look at these numbers, and I just this is just a five-stat sample of what he did this year. Sixty-five percent, which isn't that great. But when you compare him to his fellow quarterbacks on this list that we like that we've both had on here, that's higher than Aaron Rodgers. All right, that's higher than Brady. So, I mean, that's that's pretty good company. And then um, nearly five thousand yards, forty-nine oh two. But that put him at eight point two yards per attempt. So that's a pretty solid stat. Argue against. And then also, if he would have thrown one less interception, he'd have a three to one touchdown ratio, which isn't horrible. That's a pretty great touchdown-interception ratio. So I gave it to Dak Prescott at sixth. I put him a little bit higher than you. And part of that might be Cowboy bias, but I 100% think he's worth the money and that he should be up there. Um, Who do you have at sixth? Deshaun Watson. Okay, Uh, so we just just flipped it. I'm just impressed that he still managed to be in the top ten with Mm -hmm. one wide receiver, and now he doesn't have a wide receiver anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how next year is going to play out for him, but yeah, yeah. I was a little nervous going in that I might have had Dak Prescott too high and that you would have had him at like twelfth. But um, I originally I'm, had him at tenth. Yeah, I'm glad that we just kind of we kind of flip flopped him. Um, but yeah, and then one more thing on Dak Prescott was that like until I just remember this until like week eleven or week twelve. He was leading the league in passing yards, and then Jameis Winston passed him and took it away or whatever, whoever it was. Was it Winston? No, Winston was the – It was Winston 30-30. Okay, Winston was 30-30. But whoever ended up taking the yardage from him last year, which I might have been Jameis uh, Winston, but uh, – Here, I'll look it up real quick. Twenty nineteen NFL passing yard leader – yeah, it was Jameis Winston, but he still ended up with second by, I mean, about like I think it was like ninety something yards. So that's still pretty good. Um, now on to our top five, right? Yeah. Who do you have at five? Aaron Rodgers, the man you completely dirtied on. Uh, okay. Aaron Rodgers is amazing. I. I don't have anything else to say about him, really. I, I'm just surprised what you did to him. Yeah, I mean that's like I like I said, like I had him up here. He just when I compared him to these other players, it felt like his stats were kind of lower, and so he ended up he's still top ten quarterback for me. Uh, but my top, my number five, this is where I put Tom Brady. And now you said that like he did this with you know you mentioned he had one wide receiver. And so I put him up here because his yard, his like just stats, uh, oh, excuse me, his stats at his age with one wide receiver are pretty great. I mean, he didn't have the best completion percentage or yards per attempt, but he did end up with 4,057 yards. He has 6.6 yards per attempt, which might be the lowest of the 15 I have here. Um, he had, he was 24 touchdowns to eight interceptions, which is that's a three to one ratio. So, I mean, I just, I believe Tom Brady also just another thing. 
a friend of mine and my former podcast uh, co-host here, Nathan Ferris, always said, don't bet against Tom Brady. And it's kind of one of those things. Like, yeah, you he's still top five to me because you really still can't bet against him. No, you can't. So he made my top five. Uh, my number four is Drew Brees. That's I genuinely believe he's still the top a top four quarterback in the league. He had the highest completion percentage of any quarterback last year. He also had that one game where he set the record for highest completion percentage in one game. And I believe that was like his first or second game back from injury. Now, like I with that, he was hurt last year. But if you adjust his like he's still with you know, in eleven games through for nearly three thousand yards and 27 touchdowns to four interceptions, which adjusted put him to where he, if you adjust that, he, if he would have played the full 16, he was on pace for about 4,333 yards, 39 touchdowns, and six interceptions. So, I had the exact same guy at the same yeah. spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling your list are the exact same. Probably from here up. Yep. So, but like that, if you adjust it for what, just in those 11 games, he was on pace to have three more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson had. So who is your – so yours was Breeze at four. Who's your three? Russell Wilson. Okay. Insane numbers right here. 31 touchdowns and five interceptions is insane. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. If you're only throwing five interceptions to 31 touchdowns, yeah, I you need to be regarded as a top three. Mm-hmm. Even if – even if it was Mason Rudolph, the, the backup, did that, and he did te- terrible for the next five years, I'd still consider him great. Yeah, uh, Wilson is great. My three is actually uh, Lamar Jackson. Now I know MVP and everything. Um, he had a great. He had a great season. I mean, he. Through this, actually, him and Wilson both threw sixty-six point one percent from as far as completion percentage goes. But he had a pretty good season. Uh, the thing that kind of lowered it for me was his yardage was on the lower side. He only threw for like thirty-one. Like he only threw like a hundred fifty more yards than Drew Brees, and Drew Brees played like four less games than him. So that's one thing that I looked at. He only threw three thousand one hundred twenty-seven yards. That well, still put him at. He's that still that still put him at seven point eight yards per attempt. So I, but I mean, he played at least fourteen games. Like, so yeah, at least. so um, he still had seven point eight yards per attempt. He was still a six to one touchdown interception radio with thirty six touchdowns and six interceptions. So that's very good. But it was just that yeah. yards number that put him below my number two, which is Russell Wilson, who you talked about, who's been pretty consistently one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And like you said, that 31 to five. Also, he had an eight yards per attempt number. So just thought I'd throw that out there. You really like that number, don't you? You like that eight. Well, that's like the threshold. That's like the, like in the NBA, like you have the 50% from the field threshold is what you want to be above or 40% from three. Eight yards per attempt is kind of that, you know, high level threshold to hit. Just like, um, I mean, you know, it's, it's just like in any sport, there's those thresholds that are higher levels that you want to hit, and that's kind of one of them for me. 
So, and then of course, both of us at number one have Patty Mahomes. Oh, um, I have Mason Rudolph. Oh. No, I have Patrick Mahomes. Oh, uh, I had Kyle. <laughs> that intern. Yeah, no, I, I, I have Patrick Mahomes. Um, undeniably great season, Super Bowl MVP. Which, in my eyes, more important than MVP is the Super Bowl MVP. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, positioning on the line and everything. I'll look into that. That whole thing with the 49ers. Yeah. So, let me pull up Russell Wilson's stats here. Why is it not? All right, I'm on Pro Football Reference, and I type in Wilson, and it only brings up George Wilson and some other Larry Wilson or something. Uh, Russell Wilson, he played 16 games this year. Patrick Mahomes missed a couple. Wilson only had, like, oh, I'm doing math ahead real quick, um, 79 more yards than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes had an 8.3 yards per attempt number. Patrick Mahomes had five less touchdowns and the same interception. So just, just looking at how in only 14 games he did arguably better and I would say better than every quarterback in the league, and even the ones who played 16, kind of yeah. stands out to me. As, Let me pull up this thing real quick. Yeah, because, I mean, he just had a great season. Um, Another reason I like him is that he's willing to take a massive pay cut mm-hmm. for uh, the Chiefs to sign people. Mm-hmm. Like, we re-signed Sammy Watkins today, which is – Really good news. And we put a franchise tag on Chris Jones. Yep. Patrick Mahomes is getting a big – he's getting paid mm-hmm. next year. And then what and, was the Chiefs record at the end of the year this year? Oh, hold on. I know it. What am I – Were they 12-4? and four? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were 12-4. So, like – Like, yeah, Mahomes was 11-3. and three, So, the, when Mahomes started the games, they went 11-3. and three. Just kind of looking at it over his stats. Yeah, they were 12 and 4. They were 12 and 4. Because we lost to uh, the Titans. And mm-hmm. then we lost to the Colts at home. I was at that mm-hmm. game. Yeah. But yeah, he still. I mean, he had a pretty good season, um, especially coming off of, I mean, two years, just two years ago, he was the MVP, and that's your Super Bowl MVP. So. Um, I think I think that's more important than the regular season. Yeah, so do I. Um, so that's about it. That's it for our quarterback list. Um, next week, we will come at you with the um, – Top 15 running backs right now. So we'll go ahead and we could we could do that. That'll be really interesting with Todd Gurley. That will be interesting. Um, I know it'll probably it'll probably be just as rough as this quarterback list to rank. Um, so now we have our our new weekly segment that for now is replacing spotlights. Um, start bench cut. If you weren't here last week when we introduced this, we each picked three players for each other under a certain category. And you have a start one, bench one, and cut one. In some situations, like Xander's today, 
yes, technically you could start all three of these players, but if like for the fun of the game, if you had to start one, bench one, cut one, who you have? You gotta make it hard. Yeah, this week's categories. Um, I gave Xander Canadian NBA players. I gave him Andrew Wiggins, who formerly went to KU. Just so you know, uh, Tristan Thompson and Shea Gilgis Alexander. He gave me um, all-time Lakers centers. So this one's as close to my heart and was kind of hard for me to do. But he gave me Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Pau Gasol, and Shaquille O'Neal. So um, I guess I will let you, Xander, go ahead and take the floor and talk about yours first. All right, so I got Wiggins, Thompson, and Shea. Uh, start with your cut, by the way. Go cut, bench, and then start. Yeah. I'm getting ready, Tristan. He's giving me too much problem with all of his Kardashian love life, right? I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. He's Canadian. He should. They're all three Canadian. He should be nice. <laughs> he should be nice. All right? Breaking all those hearts, they're nice. Uh, I'm going to bench Wiggins because mm-hmm. it's Wiggins. I don't like AU. And I'm going to start Shay because Shay is arguably... Oh, he's undeniably the best of those three players. He's undeniably the best of those three. I'm just kind of surprised that you didn't cut Wiggins because, honestly, even though he is one of my KU guys in this scenario for the best of the team, I probably would have cut Wiggins because Tristan Thompson's a heck of a lot more consistent than Wiggins is. Well, so, Tristan Thompson's going to give me Kardashian drama. I don't want to deal with that as a GM. So, like, I'll be right. looking through my e-news paper that my – 20-year-old wife is reading when I'm 70. And I'll say, Tristan Thompson, back at it again. And I'll, I'll be sitting there. Oh, gosh darn. And I have to trade him. I don't want to do that. All right. Um, so you, you gave me, uh, like I said, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Palkasol, and Shaq. Um, this was really hard for me because I know who has to be cut in this situation. But it hurts because he was on the teams that got me into the Lakers, and that's Pau Gasol has to be cut in this situation. He is easily the weakest. Yeah, he's easily the weakest of the three. He won that 2010 championship. He was on, like, he was part of bringing me into Lakers fandom. And I love Pau to death, but I had to cut him here. And then this decision was pretty hard, but I went with what my gut said, and I said it said to, to bench Kareem. So, I, I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the bench because, yes, he's a scoring machine. He's easily one of the top, I don't know, top so many players, but all like top five players all time. But also when I looked at this, I what really brought it down was I looked at Kareem with the Lakers versus Shaq with the Lakers. Shaq with the Lakers was there unstoppable like if you take one like if every player of all time and you're ranking just in like three year periods that Shaq three-peat might be the only one that rivals like either of Jordan's three-peats like that might be the only one that I could say really you could make an argument for it being better than a Jordan three-year period and so when I'm looking at Shaq yes the relationship Notoriously did not end well with the Lakers. I want to talk about something too. But Shaq kind of ended up in my starting spot. All right, what do you want to talk about? When you think about Kareem, I typically think about Milwaukee Bucks, right? Yeah. I don't know why. Same. But when I think of Shaq, I think of Lakers. 
Mm-hmm. And that probably would would have come down for. So when I think about Kareem, and I'm really putting it into consideration, yeah, part of me kind of thinks about the Laker first, but that's the Laker fan part of me. But the sports fan overall part of me thinks of him with the Milwaukee Bucks and that old red and green. So, yeah. And then with Shaq, yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is Lakers Shaq. And then and then immediately probably to Orlando. But, like, Lakers Shaq was just absolutely unstoppable. Like, there was – like, right now the closest thing we have to Lakers Shaq is Giannis. With, that was before he got into DJing. And mm-hmm. That's how you know he was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, um, that's kind of it. Um, kind of a shorter episode than last week, but we didn't have a bunch of NFL free agency stuff to talk about this week. Our last one was massive. Like, oh, it was like an hour long. Also, it was a, the, the list was 10 spots longer. So, but I still. I can't tell you how long I spent on that list. Too. Oh yeah. No, I put a ton of time into that list. I, I mean, I put a, it probably took me an hour to finalize this list too. Which, when you think about it, only being 15 spots an hour kind of feels like a long time. Because that means, uh, basically, I spent like four minutes individually on each spot well, trying I feel to like, come uh, up with it. NFL ranking is a lot harder than NBA ranking. That's true, because, yeah, in NBA, you have your different types. Like, if we were talking, like, just... Just so you guys, I mean, when we're done with this football series, we are doing an all-time top 20 at each position for the NBA. But, like, when you're looking at point guards, per se, because, I mean, I say, I in my opinion, point guards and quarterbacks kind of draw the biggest parallel between sports positions or, you know, football and basketball positions. But when you look at point guards, yeah, you have your different kind of point guards. Like, you have your shooters, like Steph Curry and, um, like, a um, – I don't know why I'm – blanking on another good shooting point guard. But, like, you know, you have your guys like that. But then – or your Kyrie Irvings, you know, your shooters. And then you have – but you also have, like, your passers, like Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, right? But if you look at Kidd and Nash, they were still pretty good shooters and scorers. And if you look at Curry and um, Kyrie, they're still both pretty good passers. But then if you look at quarterbacks, there's really a lot of variance because you have your – like the new Madden with the X Factors, right? You got your wild cards, which are your scramblers, right? Yeah. You got your Luka, which is your Patty Mahomes. And then you got your defense reader, which tells you it's in. That's like Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady has insane IQ of what's yeah. going on in the That's show. kind of the way I look at it, yeah. Because there's, there's speedy quarterbacks like your Russell Wilson's, Lamar Jackson's. There's, there's your just powerful arms like Mahomes and – Rogers, there's your IQ guys like Breeze, Brady, and then Breeze also is kind of a hybrid between this IQ guy, but then also just like your consistency guys, like with just great pass percentage numbers. Um, Kirk Cousins is one who's up there for me. Yeah, so we both kind of the same thought at the same time, but yeah, Cousins, Brady, or uh, Breeze, you know. So I mean, there's there's so many. I think that. The different kinds of quarterbacks are more diverse than the different kinds of point guards. So it's harder to compare like that. Just like the different kind of running backs, you know, are going to be hard to compare because it's like if you look at running backs, like you can look at um, a big power guy like Ezekiel Elliott, right? 
who's just an absolute mm-hmm. monster. But then you look at like a little quick guy, like a Kareem Hunt. Like, or Damian Williams. Yeah, or Damian Williams, like a little, like just kind of speedy guy. It's a completely different game. So it'll. I think the running back list will be harder because I think that's the most ever. Because if you look at wide receivers and tight ends and quarterbacks, which are the other ones we're doing, like it is a bit – those ones are kind of their different types are closer together than yeah. running backs. I think running backs are the most diverse in different kinds of running backs. And, and you also have your guys like Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley who are – also just receiving monsters. How do you compare them to these guys? So it'll be fun to rank for sure. So it'll be fun. All right. I think that's about it for the pod this week. Um, Stay safe, wash your hands, and we will see you next time.